Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It's what gives us the life. Live. The reality is he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And we're back at Real Presence Live. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I'm Heather Carroll. And we are here uh, celebrating the glory of our Catholic faith right here on Real Presence Catholic Radio. Uh, my name is Father Tim Smith. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm so grateful. <laughs> We're broadcasting live this morning from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota. Yep. Um, quite literally, the heart of the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. I get it now, Father. As we are in the center <laughs> of our listening area, as we uh, say good morning to all our listeners from all over uh, parts of Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, and here and broadcasting this morning from the very center of that yes. uh, geographical location as we're broadcasting from Sacred Heart Catholic Church. And a beautiful day in the upper Midwest as we... Oh, it was um, a beautiful drive up here. And, uh, oh, my goodness. Nice breeze. It's good to see our, uh, our, our crops are growing, uh, just experiencing the beauty of creation in this, this summer month of June. And as we continue to emerge and experience life with one another as members of the church. And uh, we have a great show lined up for you this morning. Uh, we lift high the cross because we know who is the boss. It's our <laughs> Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And yes, uh, so let's go ahead and uh, begin this morning's show with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Father in heaven, we ask that you would pour forth your blessings upon us this morning as we gather together to share the life of faith and the work of grace in our lives. We ask that you would continue to pour forth the gift of the Holy Spirit into our souls, that as a people who have been renewed by your love, we would proclaim your truth each day as witnesses to the gospel. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And Heather, it's, uh, you know, as our summer is continuing to emerge, we, we see that there are a lot of activities of, uh, you know, this, this terminology of back to normal, you know. Whatever uh, that is. <laughs> whatever normal is. But uh, I don't know if I ever was normal, Father. <laughs> uh, amen to that. I think the, the work of, of, if it wasn't for Jesus, I, my life would have no sense of normalcy whatsoever, and, and especially in these uh, recent months. But here in our parish, Heather, we are grateful to be able to celebrate our first uh, sacrament of First Holy Communion uh, for oh. some of our young people this past Sunday. Perfect. We were able to do that in the midst of certain social distancing procedures and cautions, as it is for all our listeners in our area uh, who have a different experience in their own community and their own parish of gathering together. Um, but here we are now celebrating the sacraments. Uh, yeah, since the last time we broadcast from this location, um, of course, now we're, many of us are emerged back to Mass, mm -hmm. um, regular reception of the sacraments, and as, as well as some caution and some prayers for protection and, and deliverance from any sort of uh, fear of as we experience together as members of the Real Presence Radio family. Um, but just a lot of light and love that's shining forth this summer. And Yeah. Well, and I think it's a reminder for me, you know, I tend to be a worrier, and I know that 
that's not always of God to worry. And it's and I think it's always a reminder, you know, how am I going to get from A to B? How are we going to get from A to B? And I think as we gently go back to Mass and as we start to go back to things that we used to do, I think God reminds me that it's not that hard. I'll, I'll guide it. I'll guide it all. You know, and I think we just have to trust in that and just relax into it and just trust God's got it. He's got it. We don't need to worry. Amen. And, and that uh, constant reminder to us that, you know, Jesus, who is meek and humble of heart, and that those words of the divine mercy, Jesus, I trust in you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's words, words of comfort and consolation mm-hmm. um, as we celebrate uh, the sacraments together as members of the church, but also receive God's love and the power of his love, which strengthens us each and every day. And this upcoming week, at the end of this week, Friday, is a a day, a a celebration, a solemnity in the life of the church, which really raises up the power and the strength of that love. And I'm so grateful this morning to uh, be joining us here at Holy Cross uh, Catholic Church, uh, another holy priest. We have so many that are on our our, uh, listening network, and I want to Welcome, uh, Father Christopher Hughes, joining us in studio this morning. Welcome, Father Christopher. Thank you very much. And uh, we're anticipating this Friday the solemn feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. For myself, anticipating would be an understatement. And uh, (laughs) Father Christopher, we've invited you here today because uh, this powerful devotion uh, for both priest and lay people alike is this devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And there are consecrations to the Sacred Heart. Many of our listeners all around our listening area have been influenced by this devotion to the most sacred heart of Jesus. And even many of our, our apostolate has been strengthened by this devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And so this upcoming Friday, we want to kind of um, fan the flame of that fire for the love of the heart of Jesus. And Father Christopher, as a, as a diocesan priest, tell us about yourself. You know, where are you a pastor of? And, you know, tell us how you're looking forward to this Friday. Well, I was ordained on June 26th, 1998. I just celebrated the 40th anniversary of my 10th birthday two weeks ago. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> and so that means I'm 50 years old. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> I just, I guess one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to the solemnity this Friday of our Lord's Sacred Heart is I discovered something several weeks ago that I had not known. For I always thought I w- my birthday was on the Feast of St. Boniface, Bishop and Martyr. Hmm. And indeed it is. But I discovered several weeks ago, and not by chance, I know I was led to this realization, that when I was born on June 5th in 1970, my birthday was on the Solemn Feast of the Sacred Heart. Wow. And how is it that the church uh, has this date for the the Solemn Feast of the Sacred Heart? You know, we have some movable feast days and solemnities. And then, as you mentioned, there's specific dates in the calendar that are assigned to the memorial of certain saints. So how does the church, you know, designate the Solemn Feast of the Sacred Heart? Well, it's it's always 19 days. It's it's always 19 days following the the Solemn Feast of... Pentecost. Okay. Or, or in other words, the Friday after the, the solemn feast of Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. 
And so, of course, the Solemn Feast of the Sacred Heart, it moves back and forth within like a month, uh, the period of one month, mm. because, the, because the date of Easter moves back and forth. So is it significant that it's on a Friday? Oh, well, yep, without a doubt, our, the Passion of Our Lord. Mm-hmm. And when, when the soldier thrust the, the spear into our Lord's side and blood and water poured forth from his sacred heart, that happened on Good Friday, mm-hmm. of course. So you were led to this discovery that you, even as an infant, you were born into this world at, on the Solemn Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. How has this, the, the Solemn Feast of the Sacred Heart influenced your life of priesthood? And have you seen any connections or correlations in your life as a priest to the Sacred Heart of Jesus devotion? Uh, I've reflected the last several years. Every place I've gone, as a seminarian, as a priest, in college, there was always a church, a monastery, a cathedral, a parish, Images of the sacred... It's like the most sacred heart of Jesus has been following me around for a very long time. But it was only several years ago, three years ago, that I really began to realize the significance of the heart of our Lord. Would you like to hear about that? Yes, please. I came across a quotation by Pope St. John the Twenty-Third in like February... January or February of 2017. And I have the quotation memorized, as Father Timothy would, could tell you guys. And I'm just going to speak the quotation from memory. No, 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 I'm getting the... <laughs> See, that's what happens. That, that's what happens. <laughs> to, oh, here, here we go. To keep me from sin and from straying from him, God has given me devotion to the most sacred heart of Jesus in the blessed sacrament of the altar. My life vows destined to be spent in the light irradiating from the tabernacle, and it is, it is to the most sacred heart of Jesus that I dare go for the solution of my problems. Well, I had a couple problems I wanted solved. Mm. And so I started going to the heart of Jesus delving into the devotion of the Sacred Heart as a way to solve those problems. Mm. My problems were solved. Wow. It took two years, two months, and 14 days. (laughs) But the way the Lord solved those two problems, those problems I had that I was concerned about, was by giving me something I had prayed for and desired and longed for for 15 years. Mm. So what, I'm, what I want to sh- tell everyone, you go to the heart of Jesus with your problems. His heart is infinite. It's a very big heart. His heart's already on the other side of your problem. Hmm. So take your problems to the heart of Jesus and stick with it. And you may likely find your problem solved or solved in a way you didn't expect. But I guarantee you, you will find yourself receiving far more than you wanted in the first place. Beautiful. You know, Father Christopher, how did this devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus originate in the life of the Church uh, for yourself? You gave this beautiful testimony of how you've been led, even throughout all these years in your own spiritual life, to the Solemn Feast of the Sacred Heart. Where does this come from in the life of the Church's history? 
It's been around since the Last Supper mm. when St. John the Beloved leaned his head against the breast of our Lord at the Last Supper mm. close to his Sacred Heart. That's, that's what I would say first of all. Mm. And if, pe- if persons think that St. Margaret Mary Aliquay was the one to bring us to know the Sacred Heart of Jesus, that's not entirely, that's not entirely true. Actually, St. John Chrysostom, I want to share a quotation from him, if I may. Sure. He lived from the year 347 to 407, of course, a bishop and doctor of the church, one of the church fathers. He says this, and this is actually in the Liturgy of the Hours in Office of Readings on Good Friday. The soldier pierced the Lord's side. He breached the wall of the sacred temple. And I have found the treasure and made it my own. And I know for certain those words of St. John Chrysostom mm. are my words. I have found the treasure mm. and I have made it my own. And I will make it a prayer later today at my holy hour, during the hour of mercy, that all your listeners, all the listeners out there today, will be able to find that treasure from the heart of Jesus and make it their own. St. Bonaventure, St. Gertrude the Great, St. Anthony of Padua, the list goes on. Saints well before St. Margaret Mary, who spoke about the heart of Jesus tenderly, beautifully, with such warmth. But indeed, on December 27, 1673, St. Margaret Mary, kneeling before the Blessed Sacrament, received the first of a number of appearances that lasted over some 18 months. Hmm. And it was from St. Margaret Mary that the devotion as we know it today flowed. St. Margaret Mary really reignited that knowledge of the heart of Jesus. Rather, Jesus reignited it through her. It's a beautiful testimony. Uh, We're speaking with Father Christopher Hughes on the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'd like you to stay tuned as we're going to continue to delve in to the mystery of the devotion of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And Father Christopher will offer our listeners some resources to grow in their faith and their devotion to the most sacred heart of Jesus as we approach the Solemn Feast this Friday. Stay tuned right here on Real Presence Live when we continue. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. 
Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book after suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hello, my name is Mitchell Lahneman. I'm a junior at Mount Marty College, and I'm originally from Adrian, Minnesota. I chose Mount Marty because when I first visited Mount Marty College my freshman year, I could feel the sense of community and the relationships I built with the professors I met and the coaches I met the very first time on campus was really impactful to me. Mount Marty offers lots of opportunities such as leadership positions and different clubs and activities to participate in. Mount Marty College, experience the momentum. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I am Heather Carroll. And we're joined this morning by a guest priest, Father Christopher Hughes of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And we've just been speaking in anticipation of the solemn feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus this upcoming Friday. And uh, we're grateful to have our guest, Father uh, Christopher Hughes, uh, giving us a testimony, really fanning the flame of our devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And just moments ago, Father Christopher was sharing with us how in the tradition of the Church, right away even from the Gospel of John, all the way um, to the present uh, devotion of the saints to the most sacred heart of Jesus. And um, just speaking about, of course, St. Margaret Mary Aliquay and her revelations to the sacred heart of Jesus in uh, Paris Le Monial, which is in central France, which is a beautiful place. I've been there. I've, I've prayed at the tomb of St. Margaret Mary Aliquay before. Um, but to, to see how that devotion of the sacred heart of Jesus continues to foster the life of holiness and sanctity and uh, Father Christopher giving us a powerful testimony on how the devotion to the Sacred Heart has been a source, a wellspring, uh, a limitless wellspring of grace, uh, of a fountain of grace in your own life, Father Christopher. Definitely. Um, you know, in your own life as a, as a priest, what does the devotion to the Sacred Heart of priest, or of Jesus offer for those who are in priestly ministry? You know, our listeners are not only lay people, but priests and and. What does the devotion of the Sacred Heart help you in your priesthood? I guess I would start, first of all, by saying, since every priest is ordained in the person of Christ, Hmm. they share in our Lord's priesthood. An indelible mark is placed upon their soul at ordination. So since every priest is configured to Jesus Christ, every priesthood do well to come to know our Lord, well, to know Jesus personally, of course, Mm -hmm. but to especially know him through his sacred heart, which is what began to unfold for me in the fall of 2017. I realized I was coming to know Jesus through his heart much more deeply and much more intimately. As St. John the Beloved had known our Lord intimately through his heart. Secondly, I would, I would mention, remind everyone of one of the promises that was made of the Sacred Heart. Priests who 
are devoted to the heart of Jesus will be given the gift of touching the most hardened of hearts. Because it will not be them who's touching those hearts, other hearts. It'll be the heart of Jesus through them reaching out to those hearts. That's a great encouragement, Father Christopher, um, for anyone who works in pastoral ministry. And this is the same for those who work in evangelization or discipleship in their own parish as members of the laity. We often have people in our lives who are resistant to Christian love and charity. And it could be someone that you even see in the grocery store every day mm-hmm. who maybe just seems hard or, or hurt. Um, and you sometimes offer them generosity or Christian friendship, and you continually experience this feeling of being pushed away or shut down. Or even in the midst of that, you know that there is something uh, blocking or preventing this this experience of conversion in someone that you care for, that you want to know the love of Jesus. And Father Christopher, this uh, it, encouragement to go to the heart of Jesus in his most sacred heart, uh, that's a great resource for us as members of the church. Tremendous. To share the gospel love. Um, you know, Heather, as a, as a, a mom and a layperson and, and sharing the love, do you have that experience in your life of faith with, you know, encounters with people that you would like to know Jesus more? That they inspire me to want to know Jesus more? Or, or I want them to know you Jesus. You want them to <laughs> yes, know Jesus yes. more. I think, I think often I come across that. Um, I also work at the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore, and I think I encounter a lot of people, and I think I'm daily reminded um, to be gentle mm. and to meet people where they are at. They might just say, do you have one of those kits that I can bury St. Joseph under the yes. ground yes. and uh, sell my house? <laughs> yes. And you say, there's <laughs> more to St. Joseph. I know. They come in. Do you have that, that saint you're supposed to bury? And, you're just, and then you just kind of pray through it. And you just, I think, when I think about the sacred heart of Jesus, I think about how gentle he must be. Hmm. How gentle that heart of Jesus is. Father Christopher, for for our listeners who want to get to know the Sacred Heart devotion more, what kind of resources are helpful for them to grow in their knowledge? You, you've given some powerful testimony from the scriptures, from the lives of the saints, um, from the doctors of the church. What things are available for us to get to know this, the heart of Jesus more? I'm not going to start out by talking about a book. Okay. <laughs> Spending time with Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament. Amen. Making time for that. Not doing it when it's convenient, mm. but making time with, with Jesus. The way I began my devotion to the Sacred Heart in earnest, I actually combined the Sacred Heart devotion and the Divine Mercy devotion together. Mm. Oh, I had no idea what I was doing when I did that. There's power behind that. I would... I would have a holy hour in one of the parishes every single Sunday. Didn't miss a beat. And even during the pandemic, I kept doing it myself every Sunday. Hmm. Then I would, along with my holy hour in the morning before daily mass, I would go over to the church at about 20 minutes to 3 every day, begin with the holy rosary before the blessed sacrament. Right at 3 o'clock, pray the chapel of divine mercy, reciting it or singing it, and then finish the hour until 4 o'clock. I did that nearly every single day 
for those two years, two months, and 14 days. Hmm. It's when, when a person makes that decision to go spend time with Jesus, when he's so forgotten by so many people, and when you make the decision to stick with that and not leave, and even when you're distracted and thinking about other things and you're tired or you're falling asleep there before the Blessed Sacrament, to making the decision to stay there, when you make that decision to stick with Jesus in his real presence, in his sacred heart, hmm. you are making a decision with your heart. You're putting your heart into it. And when you put your heart into it, anything can happen. That's a big testimony because we live in a consumer culture and we want grace. We want divine goodness. We want that friendship with the Lord. And it's built into us of where in my Amazon cart can I fill that? Yeah. And you will not find it online. Well, And you won't find it in a store. But as you just said, Father Christopher, it's going to the heart of Jesus first and foremost. It's in those other things that are helpful to us, but the first and foremost is start at the tabernacle, yes. start with Jesus. I think yes. what's striking me about your testimony today, Father, is you're a priest and you've been a priest. And I think it's inspiring to those of us who maybe are cradle Catholics and, you know, kind of plateau. We all plateau at some point. But I think your testimony is an encouragement to us who are listening to d dive deeper, mm. to continue to grow, to continue to look, continue to open yourself to God. Because even in a priest who we think is, you know, holy, 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 you know, and you still are growing and changing and opening yourself to God. And I just think that's beautiful. There's always so much more. Mm. Yes. There's always so much more. I would say, though, the one book that pushed me over the edge, the good edge, <laughs> and there are many books. Yeah. If I could tell everyone every book I've read on the Sacred Heart, and maybe you can make that, I don't know if you can make that information available to your listeners later on, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, we'll post this on our, on our website, one, Real Presence Radio Facebook website. The, the one book, this book was recommended to me by a, one of the priests at Sacred Heart Parish in Aberdeen, South Dakota, back in fall of 2017. It's entitled, The Devotion to the Sacred Heart, by Father John Crosette. Mm. He was a Jesuit. He was a, one of the spiritual directors of St. Margaret Mary. Mm. I read this book. It's one of the holiest books I've ever read. Mm. Very deep. I read it, and I put the things in it into practice. Oh, boy. Yes, and indeed, it and that's an easy title for our listeners to remember. The How do I grow in the devotion of the Sacred Heart? The devotion of the, the Sacred Heart. The title of the book is The Devotion of the Sacred Heart by Father John Crisset, S.J. Um, and you, I'm sure like it's published by Fine Catholic Publishers. I see the copy you have there is published by Ignatius Press. Tan. Tan, by Tan. Tan. And I, I actually have to say, I've read several translations of it. I like this translation. How about uh, a contemporary book? Uh, is there anything that's a little bit more recent? This was the, this here was the second book I read on the Sacred Heart. I picked it up at retreat in October 2017. Rediscovering Devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. A Heart on Fire by Father James Kubicki. He's a Jesuit. You'll find in this book lots of quotations by the saints about the Sacred Heart of Jesus. 
This book was written to try to reignite the devotion to the heart of our Lord. And I see a nice plug on the top from uh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth yes. Emeritus. Uh, so that's a great endorsement as well and from he, a great he, theologian. Pope Benedict is featured in the book as well in several places. So that's great. Father Christopher, what are some, some last words of encouragement or inspiration that you want to offer our listeners? It's a poem I wrote in um, very tail end of November 2017. A woman from one of the parishes, St. Laborious in Polo, South Dakota, asked me, Father, have you written any poems on the Sacred Heart of Jesus? We want, a, we want, we want it in my husband's funeral card. So here it is. My heart with the most sacred heart. How my heart does long to hear my neighbors speak of the heart of Jesus all in flame that I began too late to seek. And yet how late is love, not so late as not to spread its fire of love and treasures deep upon my life's short thread. For the most sacred heart of Jesus has turned my short thread to gold and now weaves my heart to his, a tapestry of hearts all shall behold. And so you, my neighbors, tell of the most sacred heart of Jesus to the world. And in our lives, our faces, our voices, eyes, may the heart of Jesus be unfurled. Beautiful. And uh, to our listeners, I encourage you, make Friday uh, holy to the Lord, This particularly this Friday the 19th. Yes. Um, we've undergone a tremendous, our world's undergone tremendous difficulties and uh, setbacks, but there's nothing that the power of the sacred heart of Jesus cannot overcome. Father Christopher Hughes, thank you for your testimony and encouragement on our devotion to the Most Sacred Heart. Up next, there's more great segments here on Real Presence Live. Stay tuned to hear about a summer program that's setting the hearts of children on fire for the love and the heart of Jesus. And later on, we'll talk about the importance of coming together at Mass. All this and much more right here on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.